Welcome to the Same Cast Different Day Podcast. I'm your co-host, Crystal B, and the main Mark. dude. <laughs> really, the main dude? We got to go through this. She got to make it so special every time. The main dude, really. <laughs> you could be. You couldn't just say, and the host, Martel. Okay, my co-host and the host, something. Martel, the wine drinker. <laughs> oh, I drink to that. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, woo. So, I was gonna push this off to ne- next episode, but uh, there's a lot of people at a certain facility who's looking forward to me talking about a certain person. And this certain person name, it's gonna be called sperm donor. <laughs> okay. If anybody is looking for a sperm donor, this man is like a rabbit, just, just everywhere he go, he just he just popping them everywhere. So that's the sperm donor, everybody. Okay. So, <laughs> and so how old is the sperm that, donor? He's like 30, 31. He's really tall, has waves. Uh, he's very fertile. Okay. Very, very fertile. Okay. So, I mean, he can just walk past you and you're pregnant. So, if you anybody is out there looking to get uh, pregnant or looking for a sperm, a sperm donor, hit me up. Uh, he said he's down for it. Uh, yeah. This guy can call. He, this guy was like smashing two chicks at the same time. Both the chicks didn't know they were smashing, that he was smashing them and then got one pregnant. But, yeah. It was it was a bit of a hilarious scene because it's so funny when everybody else knew that he was smashing both of them, but then they didn't uh, know. Like, how did everybody? How do like twelve hundred other people know? But then the, the two that he was smashing didn't know. Like, it was just funny. Oh my gosh, that's not right. But I heard he makes some cute babies. So, <laughs> you might oh, looking boy. for a well, sperm donor. <laughs> I can't even finish this. All story. the love. I'll continue that on the next episode. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so I have no tangent this week. Uh, had a bit of a tangent on uh, to what the episode they dropped to uh, but Thursday, which is yep. today, the day recording, whatever. I just yep. confused myself. I got to get this together, but yeah, I have no no tangent for this episode. Really, nothing like like nothing about like wait, do you have a tangent about when we went out to eat? No, 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 that was that was awesome. Um, oh, Martel got to meet a potential her boo thing her boo thing that's your boo thing you, you think he's permanent what do you think, think it's a permanent i mean thing? if if you don't mess it up i mean i'm just saying y'all crystal has a habit of overthinking relationship stuff i told her that she just need to let things naturally happen and progress she's talking about stuff that you ain't supposed to talk about to at least two years into a relationship maybe a year at the most No, don't yeah. try to sit there and look innocent. Oh, 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 my goodness. Exactly. Trying to sit there and look innocent. How dare you? Oh, I am innocent. No. I'm, I'm innocent. Look at I'm a princess. You just said four lies that fast. <laughs> I did not lie about anything. Okay, re- repeat what you just said. I said, look, I'm a princess. Say, say it slow. I'm not going to do it. Say it slow. Say, go ahead. Say so. Yes, I'm a princess. Lie. <laughs> Who's encouraging her? No, she is not a princess. I am. No, I not am. the way how she's been acting. See? See, there we go. See, the, she, she, look at it. See, listen right. Tell me that I'm not going to mess it up. Mm-hmm. And I am a princess. 
Thank you, girlfriend. If she listens to me, she won't mess it up. But if she go about her way, she will mess it up. Believe me. <laughs> I mean, I could I, be dating people from Chicago, but that's too far know, away. I'll be telling her she just needs to enjoy the moment. And this is the stage where she's supposed to just have fun with the whole situation. Just have fun. Don't think about all the other stuff. What kind of fun are you talking about? Just fun. Like being around each other, you know, like, like, like that puppy, like the puppy... Fun? The puppy love stage. Like, you're just supposed to have fun and enjoy it. Have random sex. Go have sex on a beach, sex on a parking structure, sex in the backseat of a car, sex on a roof, sex on a tree. Just sex everywhere. That's what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um. Just saying. Um, um so on Tuesday, Facebook had an outage, and um, it was so crazy looking at some of the responses that people were having from the uh, outage on Facebook. Like some people' lives seem like it, re- it revolves around Facebook. I'm like, why are y'all so upset about Facebook going down? Like, there are plenty of other apps out there to keep you entertained. There's other stuff that you could have read a book, could have went for a walk, you were at work, so you should have been doing some work. I mean, wait, come on, wait, wait, you could have walked your dog or cat. Exactly. Like all these people are like going literally going crazy because face Facebook was down. Like I, I went on I like think around eleven o'clock I realized Facebook was down. So I'm like, oh, okay, well guess I just spend my time watching TV at work because I'm like doing a nails. And that's what I did. Like I mean did didn't Twitter go down once? I mean, I mean it's been a while since Twitter been down, but Twitter didn't go down when this happened. It was just mostly it was Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp. And some other stuff I can't remember because I'm a little intoxicated. Um, but yeah. Yeah, you know what? I wanna I got a question. I really got a question. And I want to hear the viewers. And I'm in my piece of my hair is falling over the place. Um, so what I wanna know is I can go this way. What I wanna know is is people have been saying that apparently Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you signed in a lot of things through Facebook. Yeah, that's, that would make sense where you couldn't get into a lot of your other apps and stuff. I mean, I, I, I use Facebook to sign into some of my other apps also, but I still had access. So, so it must have been just a Facebook thing. I, I'm kind of curious. Um, you know, I watched some TikTok videos and some other things. I'm mm-hmm. curious about people saying that there's large amounts of ships that are not docked, that are sitting out in the ocean, waiting to come in to America. Yes. They're saying the rising prices are due to something going on. So, now, yes. So the ships are docked, uh, I believe, in the in, in California and New York coast. They are docked. What they're saying, the reason why the ships are docked are because they do not have, right? Yeah, somebody's like somebody said, I think I can't read that's really small. Uh, they, they, they do not have like uh, employees. They don't have dock workers. They don't have truck drivers. They have, it's a desperate need for truck drivers right now. And they just don't have the staff they need to get all this, all them goods off the ships and then get it shipped or driven across the country or wherever it's supposed to be going. So they're saying because of what's going on now, especially because uh, it's been hit by because of COVID, it's reason why this is happening. Um, they said it could be up until probably January or February of next year before they get them ships uh, docked and get them uh, get all the shipping containers and stuff off. That's crazy. But now, yeah, someone just said no employees and truck drivers. So yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that's I. I was kind of curious, like this is something else going on. 
Yeah, you know so like the, the goods that we the goods that we are short they're, they're, they're that they're saying is a shortage on we the goods are here they're just stuck on a boat and they can't get out getting into dock to get you know uh deboard or what they call it i can't take it in there i gotta stop drinking so much um yeah, well, they, they can't be docked you know that's yeah they that. can't be docked basically and yeah prices and taxes that's why it's a freaking shortage yep. on xboxes yep. damn it yep. yep oh yeah you can see yeah, how that's right yeah Docking taxes, that's that's crazy. By all means, like, I, I'm curious if they actually, this was set up. I'm wondering if this was, even with COVID, I'm kind of curious if this was set up. This was like a setup, like someone. I mean, I don't, I don't see it as a setup because in the long run, it hurts businesses because if they don't have the products on a, on a shelf to sell, they're not really making any money by these uh, boats sitting out in the middle of the ocean waiting to be docked. Because a lot of their goods are on these boats, basically. And if you uh, you go through some of the stores now, like you see, like a lot of the some stores are like empty when it comes to certain supplies. Mm-hmm. So is is they're impact <clears throat> impacted by it also? I mean, I, I've been seeing the stores at least around was at least around our areas. They have been filling up. So I don't know if they are you know slowly getting their consumables that normally have been you know. Um, yeah, yes, the inflation in items check check stuff up. That does that too. And then the the cost of paying people, like a uh, a lot of these places are being forced to pay people uh more money. And then the more the more that they got to pay people, the more they're gonna jack up prices too, which means the more their prices go up, more than likely the less are, the less that people are gonna go to stores and mostly depend on online stuff like Amazon and so on to get products. And and that's true. Like like when you you know say there's a need for I don't know X Y Z product. You know what that is? It's too bad. You know that um, that it's hurting everyone. Um, it's hurting everyone. It's not just hurting just that person. But I remember my father actually saying that like he knows a lot of seniors that now have to budget between choosing certain items. Mm-hmm. Like between go grocery shopping or putting gas in her vehicle. And that blows my mind. I mean, that is true. I mean, the cost of living has go up, gone up. And the people who are getting like social security and pensions, depending on how much you're getting, like social security really don't uh, reflect the cost of living now. Cause you got to think if you're an elderly person who, um, who doesn't own their home and you're only getting like 12 or $1,300 a month, you got to think like $800 of that alone is just going on rent. And then it include by buying gas and food and, and things like that because they look at it as well. If you get twelve hundred dollars a month, you don't need no public assistance. And a lot of people who get more than two hundred dollars a month on Social Security, they don't get things like energy assistance and uh, help with their uh, property tax or water bills or, or anything of that matter. So those people on Social Security are being impacted a lot due to the uh, inflation of everything right now. It's it's it's, it's sad, and, and there's a lot of people out there that don't even make a decent amount of money. They're just we're making it before COVID. Um, well, th- thank you very much. Appreciate. It. Um, yeah, yeah. We're gonna have Crystal read the comments because everything looking blurry on me. <laughs> awesome podcast, guys. Well, I appreciate it. we we kind of talk about everything, and we don't we don't really hold um, ends on left or right. We go right down the middle. Um, you know, to me, I I feel bad for the people that have to decide between. 
putting gas in your vehicle or putting food on the table as of what's going on. That is in, true. In, in, in a sympathetic way, really. I want to say that it sucks, okay? I feel bad for those people that have got to deal with this. And I don't, to me, I, I just wish that we could just get over this epidemic, pandemic, what it is. Everyone do their right thing. You know, what it is need to be. So we can all be, you know, all be saved for the next, hopefully never our next round. I hope never. Um, We'll probably be dead by the time the next pandemic come. Thank God. Because <laughs> I don't think I want to live through another pandemic, to be honest. I mean, but, it, it, it worries me because I heard in five more years they're going to come up with another one that could take everybody out. You now, know, I don't know if this government. is true. Again, you know, you hear word of mouth. Um, but speaking of the pandemic, how do you feel about people not wanting their um, peop- uh, children under 12 to be vaccinated? Because that is a big, that kids getting vaccinated is a big part of us getting over this pandemic. And then, like I said, we're going to continue to have these issues where parents are, where kids are getting sick because parents who have kids who test positive for COVID are still sending their kids to school and exposing other kids to COVID. So we're going to keep having this issue where kids getting sick and dying because we just got parents who don't care and sending their kids to school knowing they're COVID positive. You, you know what, to be honest with you, so I have a coworker that actually, her, her son got sick. Her, her kid got sick, excuse me. And now she could possibly be carrying this, you know, and, and it's like I said, I'm that much close to my, to much called. I'm making her put the mask and she just covers like this. I'm making her put it over her nose when she sees me because I'm like, my mask is on. Like, I don't trust you. You could be carrying that sucker right now. You know, you could be sick and we don't know it. Right. You know, so, and, and, and I agree. I think to me, I think all these kids right from being born all the way up, all these kids, all of that are through grade school, you know, to all get their shots. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, the, that's just when I, when I was a kid, though, we all got vaccinated and we, it was a requirement for school. Like, we cannot go to school without having certain shots. And I believe that's something that we need to go back to. Like, back then when I was born, they didn't have a shot for like HIV and all this kind of stuff. And now that shot, when, I, when that shot became available, my parents didn't spare no time. As soon as it became available, as a, a, what, a two year old, I got the freaking shot for HIV and all these other things. So, and, and polio. I got the polio shot as a kid also. Polio. Oh, yeah. There's there's polio. There's, I mean, there's a list of them. Okay. Yeah. And I got all these vaccines as a kid. Hmm? Yeah. And I got all these vaccines as a kid. And like I said, this was, and this was mandatory. Like just getting a flu shot. I think I had to get the hepatitis A, a and B shot every year before school started. So all this stuff was like mandatory. And and, and the, the thing is that we're, Okay, we're not just forcing this onto kids, okay? We're not forcing this onto adults. We're telling you, listen, we need to band together. We need this is everybody, okay? This isn't Democrats, Republicans, independents, whatever decide you're on. Again, mm-hmm. we, we don't we don't we're not here to tell about voting and stuff like that. We don't talk a lot about politics. I'm telling you that we need to band together and we have kids. We want them to grow up. And get to be adults and take over, do the next thing for the next generation. You know, that's what we want to do. You know, mm-hmm. and if we get them all their shots, as a mother, I can tell you right now, once I get the shots off for my kid that has heart problems, you can guarantee. You know, mm-hmm. because because you know what, 
we we can yeah we're that's right yep that's right we're stronger together hashtag stronger together that's right we band together we need to do this we can't be on left or right sides we need to get this we got to get together everybody i agree everybody. and then too i can't see the name because it's like tiny but somebody i think i can see the tad bit of the end where it said they said there's not enough study on it so so before before the before COVID was announced, so you got to think like COVID was um, first came around in December of 2019. So the end of December 2019 is when COVID came around. And soon as COVID became a thing and they knew that this was going to be a worldwide pandemic, like they knew before they actually told us in 20 uh, in what March of 2020 here in the U.S. about COVID being as dangerous as it is. So back in December 2019, November of 2019, they knew. And at that time in November, they were already working on uh, vaccines and other situations to try to figure uh, figure out how to, you know, beat this virus. So you got to think now we're going into two years of now of study. Like I always like I've been preaching even on past seasons of the podcast. I've always preached technology has advanced so much. And everybody kept on saying, like, how did they come up with a vaccine so fast? Like. This isn't 1970 or 75 where they didn't have, or even the 60s, where they just didn't have the technology to speed things along like they do now. And because we have the technology that we do now, we are able to come up with things a lot more faster. Like, like will something go wrong in your car? Within a month or two, they have a way to fix it. It's just an update they send out to your cars. For some people who have the newer car, they just send out update out to your car. So it doesn't take so that long to come up with uh, a solution to things anymore. It, it, and, you know, they took placebo and blood. So, again, those are two different items. Yeah. And, it, and I think it was a worldwide pandemic. So you had people around the world all working on a vaccine and a, and a solution to fix this. And, and, yeah, you're and right. It's been around before 2019. You are correct. And, and and the thing is that it wasn't really like a big thing back then up until it started spreading and it started mm-hmm. adapting and nice. it keeps it keeps yeah. adapting because it's like um I consider it's like a, a computer chip okay computer chip you know it's in your computer your laptop your cell phone this and that okay those devices everyone that has a device tablet. A smart any smart TV. Oh, we're going you there, know, yeah. You know they're they're watching you all the time. You know I, I hate when people say that. Like the um, vaccine has a tracker, and they're like, if you use GPS on your phone, guess what? They've been tracking you long before vaccine people. I'm just putting that out there. Every time, like when you commit a murder, or was for people who have committed a murder, know how they got caught because they tracked their phone to the area that they were in. Like I said, and, and this was before a vaccine. And and the thing is that it does not change it. it this the facts. It does not change your DNA. It is a RNA. Okay. Uh, does okay. Diseases have RNA like codes. Okay. So mm-hmm. your DNA is something that a human being has, an animal has. You know, right on down to even fish. You know. Um, so there there is um there there is ways to you know decode it so you understand it but no one gets chips no one's getting bugged you're not gonna like 
Like, um, and we're already like, we're already chipped and bugged before it even happened. <laughs> it don't even matter. Our cell phones are our chipped and bugged. I'm just saying. Your 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 device, yeah. Look at we're on a device right now. They're, I mean, literally the the FBI, CIA, the the trust me, everyone's following us. They're all following us all over the place, you know. Yeah, um, just to build build your immune system against it. Yes, because. Once they once that shot hit you, your body learns how to fight off the virus if you come in contact with the virus. So, yeah. And yeah, um, things adapt. Things adapt. Things change. Speaking all the time. of the, speaking of the virus, um, in Brazil they recorded five hundred and thirty deaths on Wednesday, uh, in Brazil from the coronavirus. Um, England is planning on call, uh uh placing more travel restrictions on countries such as Brazil and South America, Malaysia and, and Ghana. Um, yeah. So there's like, I feel like I see a lot of other countries making uh, different uh, strides and trying to do something uh, to prevent the virus. And I thought about it. I was like, does America have any restrictions when it comes to coronavirus? And I thought about it like, Unless you're like like um, here in Milwaukee at the Milwaukee, if you go to see the Milwaukee Bucks play, uh, I believe only like you're, you're required to wear a mask within the first 14, four to 14 rows of the side of court. Um, and then other than like wearing a mask there and probably like a hospital or a medical setting, like there's really no restrictions in this country when it comes to COVID-19 compared to like, I think we're like literally the only country right now with no restrictions. No, pretty pretty much. I mean, I mean to be honest, with you, like I just seen Justin Trudeau, which is he's the Prime Minister of Canada, so our neighbor to the north, our Canadians, um, that now to people to actually use transportation, so that means flight or on a train, mm-hmm. they actually have to have they have to have their shots. Mm-hmm. So it it eventually. Um, you know, again, we're, we're, we don't work in, you know, again, you know, Martel does, you know, I don't work specifically in, in healthcare. Martel, you know, see stuff, you know, where he works again, you know, we're not professional this and that. We're just telling you that we're looking out for not just ourselves and not just our families. We want everyone to be, I mean, to be honest with you, here, here, here's the number right now. As of October 8th, okay, there's been four, over four million deaths, four million. That, that's that's all those and, people we've lost and it's crazy because like so one day i was working on the east side of, of the campus at my work and it was near the morgue and i could literally guarantee you like within my shift i watched at least 10 people get stretched out by a funeral funeral home service that day and <laughs> it is and it's crazy not people seeing people not take covid as serious as it is like the police officer who they wouldn't release whether he was vaccinated or not, but they like the like the police officer I, I talked about like two weeks, two three weeks ago on the podcast. Who um, he was he was pronounced dead from basically he caught COVID while working and was pronounced dead the day after his child was his first child was born. Yep, yeah, from COVID. This guy, yeah, this guy was in his like late twenties. Just like, yeah, he was twenty six years old and died from it, COVID. Just so that he contracted from work. It, it doesn't make a difference. Who you are again? COVID's not going to pick on you because you're overweight, or you're pregnant, or whatever. Again, it's your immune system and what it can handle. If system can handle things, yes. But mm-hmm. if it doesn't and it fails somewhere, 
you know, you know, my doctor knows that like when we talked about certain things and I did my yearly thing, you know, we talked about certain things from my past because I could protect myself moving forward. What was the, was a good day for me to get my COVID shots? You could guarantee it was the best thing for me for my safety. Oh yes. For myself, you know, really. But I'm not just going to talk about myself. I'm saying that there are people out there that might have had issues when they were younger, okay, grew out of, that may compromise your immune system. You may be still healthy mm-hmm. and everything else, but you may get sicker quicker. You might get a little, you know, some may happen a little quicker. So you have to look at the, you know, so, you know, so that's what it is. It's a, to me, it 100% was. I think I can't. I'm a little bit tipsy. I don't know if they say Triller Man or Teller Man. I, I'm so yeah. sorry. Okay. <laughs> but, but like I said, like I said, as as our listeners are are watching from Clapper, you know, we're trying to give you an honest, an honest, you know. But it's everyone's decision what they want to do. We uh, we're not forcing them to do it. We just would like to everyone to band together. And let's let's get this. Let's take care of this. And you're right. It is everyone's decision on what to whether to get the vaccine or not. But for the people who who keep who basically keep keep denying getting the vaccine or whatever, and is upset because things are not back at normal. Like we are not going to get back at normal until people get vaccinated first of all. And then once they get vaccinated, maybe we can see some type of normalcy. Because you see when we uh scale back to our restrictions and we we tried to go back to normal without wearing masks and be able to go to all these things in public without wearing masks and we roll back those restrictions like you never see a lot of people use him more hand sanitizer in public no more and once we rolled back that restrictions we started seeing high numbers of people getting sick all over again very very high numbers like here in wisconsin i think we were seeing like three thousand people a day test positive for COVID 19 so when we roll back with those restrictions, we saw a higher number of people get sick. Like um, when, a, when the Milwaukee Bucks won the championship, I was one of those people that was out there, you know, over close to 100,000 people in downtown Milwaukee. And once I once the like I said, like two weeks later, after the whole big celebration on the people being out there, I think they had close to 6,500 or some people we're testing positive then it it dwelled down over a weeks to over a few weeks but like i said until we go back to to people get vaccinated we're not going to see no type of normalcy until we have i say at least 80 percent of the population vaccinated or at least the american population back vaccinated is when we're going to see some type of normalcy i mean it's gonna take it's not gonna happen right we understand that you know and and vaccines are never 100 percent guaranteed that is true Okay, mm-hmm. but we're just we're just educating you that sometimes it might be in the best judgment of your yourself. And, and damn it, you know? damn it, I'm just tired of wearing a damn mask at work. Like y'all don't understand the struggle of working in a hospital. And some days I'm on call. I mean, like I'm on the schedule for like six days straight, and to be there for six days straight sometimes, and like. Like most of the time, I get one day off in nine days. One day off in nine days. And I'm at work for eight hours a day with a mask on. And it is horrible. 
wearing that mask that long for the summer. I'm so sick of having to wear a mask at work. This is why I want people to get vaccinated because wearing a mask right now and working in a medical field just totally suck right now with this whole pandemic going on. And people don't see the things that we see. Like people don't see the actual people who goes into the hospital and in these uh icus and we see them land on their stomach because you know they can't lay on their back because they're not getting enough air there's too much fluid in their lungs so they gotta put them on their stomach to let gravity do their thing help get the get the air and stuff flowing get the lungs going they don't see all that stuff that we see we don't they don't see the work that goes into taking care of a covid patient it's a lot that goes into it and i'm just fucking sick of it at this point of of covid at this point especially from a from a person who work in the medical field i'm just fucking sick of it Yeah, it's, and there's people will be like, hey, you know, I got my shots, I'm good. You know, I'm invincible. No one is invincible. Do you understand? You could still get COVID. There's been people that have had their shots, okay? You could still get it. You could you could, you could, could still wind up, there's that possibility, wind up in the hospital. You know, there's always that possibility. So, But the thing, whole point of the COVID shot is that it, it's, it's supposed to, if you do come catch COVID, it's a good chance that you don't go to the hospital. It lower your chances of needing hospital care. It's basically almost feeling like you got the flu when you're at home. Yeah. Yes, the flu has killed more people than COVID. We got to, you got to think like, hey, the flu's been around longer than COVID. I'm just saying. Um, but at the same time, we just got we just got to do what we need to do at this point. So, all right. So as we we're gonna end this little part of it. Um, your friend got COVID. He, I mean, we're not saying that because we're not saying that if you get the shot, you're just automatically not going to get COVID. And we're just going to say that it just when you if you get the, the COVID vaccine, it's, it's just less. The, the, the symptoms are less severe than somebody who is compared to people who are unvaccinated. Because most of the patients that I that come into my healthcare facility where I work at and then they need ICU care are mostly the ones who are unvaccinated. And when they are uh, clear to go home, they be like, hey, how long is it till I get to, can I get the vaccine? Which they don't know. When you're in the hospital and you're receiving, uh, getting treated for COVID, you're getting plasma. And plasma is what something they use to make the COVID vaccine. So you're not going to be able to get that. You're not eligible for the COVID vaccine until at least 60 days after being, being released from the hospital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if I- you would have got vaccinated in the first place, you probably wouldn't end up here. Oh, Crystal's internet is failing for me. Oh, there we go. Oh, somebody came in. There we go. All right. So wait for wait for a guest. Hi, Maya. How are you? Welcome over. Welcome to same cast, different day. Oh, we can't. Did you check check your? No, I still can't hear you. Nope. Sorry, I'm a little technical of everyone. I have a guest. We have a guest here, so we're waiting for her to get connected here. Just one second. All right, so in our second half, we're actually, we have a guest this evening coming all the way from the East Coast. So we'd like to welcome in Maya Powers, and we're going to talk talk a bit about her and and actually what her non-for-profit company is. So that's actually why we actually brought her on tonight and to actually talk about it. So 
to, to our guests. So we don't have too many in the East Coast, but we're trying to reach everyone, Maya. So tell us a little bit about, you know, what you do and, and, and your um, non-for-profit because we, you know, we love to hear about this stuff. Sure. Thank you, Crystal. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Sorry about the technical difficulties. You know, these computer things sometimes just gets us so... I am from Washington, D.C. Um, my husband, I'm a transgender woman. My husband is a transgender man. We have two biological children together, ages 11 and 8 years old. So we're from Washington, D.C., and we moved to Virginia, to a very rural area in Virginia, which is maybe about an hour and a half outside of Washington, D.C. And so we moved out there and, you know, being as though both of us are transgender, you know, we're looking for resources. We're looking for, you know, just LGBTQ friendly things. And then we noticed like there wasn't anything available. And so, you know, we jokingly was just saying to one another, like, we're going to start it. This is pissing us off. It's nothing out here. You know, we see all these Trump posters and no one's just trying to help the LGBTQ community. And so we're like, okay, well, we'll start it ourselves you know, kind of just joking to one another. And next thing you know, I, you know, that joke sort of turned into reality. Well, not sort of, it did turn into reality because I'm sitting at home, I'm Googling stuff. I'm like, I wonder how hard would it be to actually start an organization and get this going? So I started meeting with other like organizations in Washington, D.C., in Virginia, in some other um, cities and states in Maryland, in Baltimore. And so it seemed very easy. I mean, I have, I, you know, I've always been a businesswoman, you know, I have a federal government background. And so I just said, you know what, I can just do this like I've normally been doing my job. It seems pretty easy. You know, so we started looking stuff up. And next thing you know, we have a whole organization. I mean, it was like one thing after another. I was Googling stuff and I was like, okay, boom, let me do this and just checking it off the list. And now we have a, a nonprofit in rural Virginia um, we're, we're an access and resource center for the LGBTQ community. A lot of our programs are designed to assist the transgender women and men and gender non-conforming people in Front Royal in Virginia. And we also help other marginalized communities as well because they have a need. Um, our ultimate goal is to do some sort of housing program. So we want to do like a sort of a re-entry pro, not necessarily a re-entry, but sort of a transitional housing program because we want to open up our homeless shelter. Once we open up the homeless shelter, we then want to have a transitional um, program, which will allow people to get their own places. You know, if someone's been struggling with substance abuse, we want to be able to get them healed and get them refreshed and be able to go into their own place. We help people, you know, get jobs. We do resumes. We get a lot of transgender women and men back on their hormones. We have a lot of, um, we're not a lot. We have a few clients who are HIV positive. We help them get on their medications, stay on their meds. Um, what else we do? I mean, we do so much. I mean, we we provide transportation. We provide emergency funding, you know, and being in a rural area, I don't know where you guys are, if it's rural or city, but being in a rural area, you don't get a lot of support. You know, it's pretty much people are kind of doing their own thing. It's very farm life you don't get a lot of that city interaction, that city support, that city love, you know, that I'm used to because I'm from Washington, D.C. And so we are very well 
received by the community. I don't, I don't, well, by the LGBTQ community. I don't know about the people that live there, but you know, all is well. I'll tell you guys a quick story. We went to church out there. My kids, um, their school was, some of their friends was having a thing at the church. So we were taking our kids to the church and then we went, you know, my husband and I went over to the adult side while the kids were doing their thing. And I mean, it was so weird. I mean, you know, my husband and I, we, we sort of blend in a little, you know, as far as both of us being transgender, you know, we sort of blend in with the kids. And so I'm assuming the congregation had no idea, you know, but I mean, it was like almost instantly they were just talking about the gays and how they're going to hell and the trans people and how they're looking like this. And, you know, they were, they were, and this is the pastor I'm talking about. The pastor is up on the podium and he's preaching out to his congregation, you know, and to, and basically putting up, putting the LGBTQ community at the top of the list. You know, he was like, the pedophiles aren't even that bad. And the, the people who beat their wives isn't that bad. The ones we need to look out for. And, you know, it just sort of brought things into perspective, you know, and it sort of was a wake up call for me, you know, coming from Washington, D.C., where it's more progressive. You know, I went to this town and I'm thinking, OK, it's going to be a piece of cake. It's progressive. The world is changing. But it was a wake up call, you know, that the world is not where we would like it to be. And so part of our job is sort of reaching and teaching and educating, you know, not only the LGBTQ community, but also the regular community out there. When I say regular, I mean the, the community regular that yeah. they're used to, you know? And so, so yeah, it's been a challenge. You know, the town council doesn't receive us well. The, the mayor's office doesn't receive us well. So we're kind of on our own. We have a lot of support from outside cities and states that, that fund our program. So that's awesome. But yeah, that's who we are. So I know that was a mouthful, but I, I've had all this on my brain all day. I'm like, what am I going to tell her? <laughs> so, yeah. Is, I mean, it's awesome. I, I mean, so, so Martel, he's from, he's from the Metro Milwaukee area. I'm from a rural, I live in a village, so I'm from oh. a rural area. Um, you mm -hmm. know, I have some pretty good neighbors. I will say everyone was kind of like, it was just a little trend to go from who I used to be to who I am now. Okay. Um, a little bit of a change, but no one really like, it, it took a little bit. Um, I have a lot of, Hispanic people around me again, you know, they don't really, again, you know, they don't really, you know, they're like, you're still a human being in this end. But yeah. I really, I really love, I mean, I was, we were reading into this, uh, Martel, I'm reading into your, and it was such a passion for it that I would like to next year, once I get back on my feet and get back going, and I know there'll be that expensive bill I have to pay, pay for after insurance, but we, we actually heard him and I talked about actually like donating, you know, some money, starting like a little fundraiser and actually donating towards your, you're not for profit because we figure that, you know what, you know what, 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 what better way, you know, to give back to, you know, and it doesn't have to be just your community. It could be anywhere, you know, but you know, and, and this is a nice little thing from same cast every day. So we're going to try to raise some money. Oh, so thank you. Next year, my, I wasn't really going to tell you about that. That's okay. That, that's anyway. a wonderful surprise either way now or later. However, I got it. That is wonderful. Thank you guys. And so we're going to do that. We're going to have a same cast every day on, on our website. And we're going to try to actually get that out there and okay. ask people, you know, just to donate, even if it's just $5, just try of to help course. out by all means. And, and if anyone wants to go past the fundraiser and do other ways, you know, I will put them in contact with you, but we actually would like to do that. So, 
So us Wisconsinites would like to give something to the Virginians. I mean, that's what you call. I don't know what the terminology is. Yeah, we're the Virginians. Yeah, yeah. But you know, Mm -hmm. we want to give back. You know, I mean, you're gonna. I I already know, and I was. I told Martellus that I said this young lady's gonna already do more for me than I've I've known in my life. Just we've only talked a little bit, Maya. And to be honest with you, this is, you know, after I go through everything and get reacquainted with life again. Um, on the on the better side of life, I should say, you know, um, that I we figured, you know, it's a nice little kind of a payback, a nice little kind of a, you know what, and, and a payback in a good way. You just be like, you know what, we're willing to support people, even if they're not our neighbors. They could be, you know, 13, 15 hours away. It doesn't make a difference. You know, you're still in one country, you know, by all means. So. I love it. Thank you guys so much. And I absolutely accept your offer. So thank you guys. That is wonderful. I wasn't expecting that. Thank you so much. Well, I wanted to make it a surprise. We were just going to like random. I was just going to message you and Jeremy that uh, I'll just, I'll just tell her now. But That's yeah, awesome. we, we, you know, we're both Martel's gay and you said I'm also a transgender woman like yourself. And so you know, I, I have a lot of friends here. We're actually live on Clapper. I don't know if you're familiar with Clapper. It's kind of like TikTok. Uh-huh. Um, and we actually have, like, well, there's goals between fluctuates, but everyone everyone supports everyone in the LGBTQ IE plus community. And so we have a lot of supporters here on this, on, on the Clapper right now. Actually, we have 10 people actually that will stand up and and uh, support us all the way. So. So just want to tell everyone, just so you guys know, once we're done with this podcast, we will actually send a link out, and anyone that wants to support Maya and her and what her nonprofit is, we will ask you to please do so. And when we get done with this and record it, it'll be on Thursday of this week. Tuesday. We will actually get all Tuesday. It's we'll just Tuesday. All, we will, I'm sorry. I'm just Thursday today. So <laughs> we we I get a mixed up. Maya. our days we're doing twice a week. I'm all messed up. I'm just I'm yeah. just a week, not two. So. We're, we're, you know, we, we will get the links out there for everybody, Maya. We'll keep them up there for as long as you want us to keep them up there. And just to show that this is my good, this is my good friend. Maya, you actually became a good friend to me, sweetheart. Yes, so, I yes, yes. so we're actually going to show the love and show that it doesn't matter it's where you are, you know, in America. We want to support everybody. So, so St. Kester Day is going to be supporting you and your company, Maya. So love it thank you so much i mean the girls will appreciate it i mean they you know when i came out there they just they had nothing no type of care no no one paid attention to them no one cared so that is amazing thank you so much and i would be sore to let everyone know you know that you guys have extended that that is amazing thank you so much oh and you're welcome i we we will do everything we can in our power and and like i said i have friends all over the u.s that i've made in a short amount of time and we'll make sure that we all send our, you know, love and, and carry and, and whatever it takes, you know, what even I have, you know, we have friends that do crafting stuff. Again, we'll, we'll try to, we'll work on some stuff and we'll try to get some stuff out to, you know, and, and, uh, you know, if we show the love from other states and they, you know, have a thing, we're, we're going to make sure that um, I love your not-for-profit. I really do. And I wanted it to succeed so much that this is why I made this decision. And Martel was like, okay, I guess we're doing this. So he's the yeah. owner. He's the owner of the podcast. I'm just the one making the money decision for <laughs> for you. So. Oh, thank you, Martel. Thanks, Martel. <laughs> You're welcome. I actually, um, so I don't know if you're familiar with him, but his name is Chris Watson. He just moved to the DC area. 
he is the uh, senior policy. Ah, sorry, I'm a little bit tipsy. Senior policy and organizational manager <laughs> and organizing manager at the Black AIDS Institute, and he oh. ran for a uh, district, um, uh, state actually state assembly here in Milwaukee, and now he's over in Washington D.C. So I'm actually going to pass this information on to him about your organization for you. Please, absolutely. I mean, we're we're outside of Washington D.C., but you know what? It's great to make connections especially on the east coast you know we we're, we're so close to each other so all the connections on the east coast is, is great you know we will take it all thank you You're thank welcome. you thank you but no i'm not i'm not familiar with him but I'm, I'm more than excited to get you know familiarized with who he is and what he's doing yeah because he's a, min- a member of the community also so he's a very big okay. supporter okay okay beautiful beautiful we're, we're actually gonna put Put you, you know, we'll put that your your not profit out there so everyone can see it. It'll be on our website permanently, Maya, if that's okay with you. Yes, so that way, yes. everyone everyone wants to reach out and and depend on what state they're in. You know, maybe that you know, and we can you know by all means. Uh, we, we there is a there is some like non for profits like in the Madison area, which is kind of the kind of our I would say the main that's our capital in Wisconsin, and there's a lot of little LGBTQ communities. But I don't think they cover. I did look into what they do. I believe you cover a lot of wide range, to me, and I think that is phenomenal. Um, us as podcasters, we're just having fun talking about stuff, enjoying yeah. stuff, you know. And but to me, this was so close to my heart, and I was like, I we we needed to have you on here before I have my surgery because this is it's a big thing. It is. It is. It is. It's not like. You know, so you may not be famous now, Maya, but just think someday, you know, this video could come out, you know, it could be the top 10 list and we could make it, you know, and, and, and actually the, the, my friends here actually just did a hashtag. They always hashtag different things. They was uh, hashtag is hashtag stronger together. And that's right. We always work together. That's Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Crystal. That is amazing. I mean, I'm looking forward to, you know, us staying in contact. And yes, please put the website up there for as long as you want. And if anyone's interested in donating a, a, a large amount of money, we can also give them a, um, a receipt for tax exemption purposes. So we can put that out there as well. Or even if they're donating a small amount and they want to use, you know, for tax exemptions, we can always provide a receipt as well. Well, we, we will definitely, um, you know, definitely, you know, get out there, tell the people and, 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 by, by all means, Maya, we are gonna we are gonna you know, keep our pledge, and we will we will definitely keep it out there. You know, it doesn't matter it's where you are in the world. You know, by all means, yeah. we're we're all in different parts. You know, you're in the East Coast, we're in the Midwest. You know, it doesn't matter. It's we're we're all we're still connected one way or another. We still. You know, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come and visit you guys one day. You know, I love little road trips and just meeting. You know, different communities. I will. You know, when when stuff clear up, yeah. and you know, all is well on your end. Let's keep in touch i would love to come out and just visit you know the area and see see what you guys have going on i'll drink to that we we will do that uh martel loves if you i again i should have told you but he likes to drink (laughs) his wine during the podcast i'm drinking water i love wine so that's fine makes me love wine (laughs) love it martel love (laughs) it makes me so happy yes me too give me a bottle of prosecco baby and i'm good to go and, 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 and by all means, we will be doing po- wine casts in, I think, December-ish, once I get back to whatever normal is, I guess, whatever that is, once I get past yeah, whatever that is. Uh, 
whatever that well get, getting back to the new side of life getting on to the new side of life so we'll actually do a wine cast and by all means we do actually like you know randomly ask people if you want to come on and be a guest and just talk about things we actually we the first half of it, we were talking about um the coronavirus and and how it's infecting people talking about getting your shots and what's the best medical way to do stuff now we're just trying to help people out give them the best decisions we're not forcing you to do nothing we're just trying to make you educated to be like here's the facts and here's what's not true you know so okay that's beautiful yes i would love to come on so please if you're ever thinking about me for that wine cast honey <laughs> i am all there <laughs> we, we will definitely and and when things get cleared up by all means you know my you want to come next year by all means you're welcome you you and the family um, the whole family up we'll uh well our won't be so drunk maybe i don't know I'll, i'm not i'm trying to be a good girl not to drink i'm just drinking water so. i mean hey i gotta work the next six days so i'm having fun now so you're better than me, Martel. Look, I, I mean, I'm I'm just as bad because I have to get on the road early at five o'clock in the morning. We're driving to Atlanta hmm. from DC. So it's about a nine hour drive. We're actually receiving an award. There's a, a gala that they do every year. And my husband and I are receiving an award for the work that we're doing in Virginia. Oh, congratulations. So well, congratulations. Let's, let's, give, let's give him applause there. Congratulations. That is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. It's a black tie event. It's very nice. So my husband, myself, and a board member is is going. So yeah, it's been so busy this week, you know, just trying to close out stuff because we'll be gone for about four days. So um, I had to take my pets and put them in the, the, um, the boarding and it was so sad leaving them. We have a cat and a dog. So a little chihuahua and a little cat. So, um, so yes, yes, yes. So we're really excited. We have a full weekend ahead of us. So yeah, Martel, we'll I'll be up and busy with you. You'll be working, honey, but I'll be, you know, <laughs> li- living living the fab life in Atlanta. <laughs> I'm gonna be living through you then this weekend. <laughs> there you go. There you go. No, but I'm so not looking. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was gonna say, but I'm not looking forward to the drive though. But, you know, I love road trips, so I just thought it would be cool to just kind of take that ride out and, you know, just look around at the scenic areas and, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah. And plus, I have about seven bags that I packed. So I didn't want to take all that on the airplane. So my husband's like, what are you going to do with all these? You're going to wear three outfits. And, but, you know, we don't look. I need three or four outfits just in case. That's how I pack. See, see. Most, one see. bag just have shoes in there so, <laughs> so one bag have shoes one bag have pjs i need my um dresses in one bag my jeans in another i mean it's a mess martel it's a mess you need a bag for every situation that's how i pack every situation honey and then you know being being transgender and you know going through a gender reassignment surgery i just had gender reassignment surgery in july you know so i also have to pack the stuff that I need for that. You know, it's a lot of maintenance in this stuff. Let me tell you guys, people think that it's all glitz and glam and beauty. And, you know, we're, we're, um, you know, choosing to be this way, honey, let me tell the world something. We're not choosing to be this way. Who's going to go through all this mess that we have to go through just to be complete. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's, you know, a gender reassignment surgery is amazing because it, it we feel complete. We feel natural, normal. It's organic for us. But it's a lot of work. 
it's a whole lot of work and it's a lot of maintenance and you know it's a it's a routine and you know so I said all that to say I have a whole bag just to care for her down there you know she she needs special care and so I got a whole little Gucci bag on the side that's just <laughs> full of her stuff so yeah so so yeah I, I it's a ton of stuff that I'm not taking on the on the flight they would have been looking at that stuff was like ma'am what are you planning to do your weekend <laughs> you know you go through TSA and they start putting that radar through and they're going to be looking like well what's going on in this thing <laughs> it looks like a good time <laughs> so <laughs> but yes yes so we're excited we're excited it's going to be a lot of fun yeah i actually uh went online i had worked watched a whole uh gender reassignment surgery for both male and female just so i could have like a, a perspective of what what was going on and what the person would be going through and i was just amazed i'm like that is a lot of uh trauma that goes on with the body we're going through the whole thing so i applaud everybody who's brave enough to go through it thank you thank you you know i never watched the surgery so you know i've had a couple things done i've had a little bit of surgery all over the body and i never watched the procedure before or even really after because I don't want to know what they're going to do to me because it'll make me not do it. Like, you know, if I'm looking, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to be cutting at me like this. I'm like, no. So I never actually watched how mm-hmm. they do it and what they do because it would just freak me out. But like you said, there is so much trauma that happens to the body and just the recovery process. It's so draining. You know, it's physically draining. It's emotionally draining you know, it's spiritually draining, you know, you go through, you know, people think, okay, you just go have surgery and you go home. Oh no, baby. You know, it's so much that go into it. So like you said, I myself applaud all the women who went through it because it's a challenge, you know, it's definitely a a life changing experience and it's a challenge, but you know what? I will say this Martel and Crystal, it wasn't as painful, the whole experience. It wasn't as painful as I thought it would be. You know, um, I've had breast implant surgery and that was way more painful than the gender reassignment. I mean, people think like when you're dealing with that anatomy and, you know, as a as a male, you know, I think everyone I, I think males, Martel, I think you can attest to it. That area gets very sensitive down if you hit in it the wrong way. So, you know, people think about that and they like, oh, my gosh, it's so painful. It actually is not very painful. You know, the well, you're knocked out during the procedure, of course, but the recovery pain, it's not that bad. You know, it's just the maintenance and the caring for her is actually what's what's draining and exhausting. And it's just a, that part of it is a nuisance. But yeah, not a lot of pain. You know, and, and you watch the procedure, you probably thinking like, hey, the hell if it's not a lot of pain from what I saw. <laughs> From what I saw, it looked so painful. I was like, oh, my goodness. It's not. It's not at all. I mean, I've had work done to my face. That was more painful. You know, I've had a couple nose jobs. That was more painful. It's really not that bad. You know, it's a lot of soreness. You know, it's a lot of soreness, but not as bad as I thought. So, so yeah, I was excited about that. Yeah. So, that, that's to say to anyone who's listening, who's going to get the procedure, Go for it. It's not that bad. You'll get through it. You'll get through it. And reach out to me if you need to talk. If you have any advice, reach out to me. I'm here to answer questions. I think you just answered my coworker question because she asked, because uh, she uh, listens to the podcast and she was asking, wondering that same question like, is it very painful afterwards? 
It's not. It's very sore. Like you can't sit straight down. You, you know, you have to lay down because if you sit straight down, then yes, it's going to be sore for obvious reasons. But um, yeah, it's not that bad. It's not that bad at all. You know, um, yeah, I'm trying to think like the worst, the worst part about, well, I'm not going to go into detail because that might be TMI for some of the <laughs> listeners, but you know, there, there, there are some areas that, that are more difficult than others when, you know, doing the recovery process. But yeah, as far as pain, not, not bad. Yeah. Okay, you just educated me. All right. There you go. Look, <laughs> see, see what I'm saying? And we learn from each other, baby. We learning. <laughs> yeah, because I was gonna say, because going through this whole uh journey with uh with Crystal, I was just like at first I was just like so obliged to the whole scenario of what people go through to get to that point where they're happy in life when they become who they are. So just to, just to be able to live to go through this journey with her has been a, a very big learning experience for me able to teach you some things that you ain't even know martel look at that yeah. Uh, to, to, yeah to be honest they y'all are way more stronger than a lot of us people i'm just you know and look i be telling my friends you know you guys that be talking trash about them punks and this and that we ain't no punks this this stuff that we go through y'all could never go through it you know what i mean mm-hmm. those guys that are out there talking trash please who a punk let me see you go through the procedure that I just went through. You know what I mean? Couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. After I watched the videos, now I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, Look, nah. if, if, if you thought you could do it before, you know you can't do it now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that is out of the question now. <laughs> yeah. You, and see, that's why I don't want to watch it because I might just be like, you know what? I can't. I don't know. You know, I just, yeah. I'm not good with blood and stuff. Like, I you know, we have, you know, transgender women have to take hormones as well. Mm-hmm. You can take them by pills or you can take them by injections. Most of us choose, well, I'm not going to say most of us, but I prefer to, to, to use injections because they're stronger. They work faster. They get right to the core versus pills, which have to go through your system and they're diluted and your liver or whatever eats up half of the medicine, whatever, whatever they say. Mm-hmm. I I have trouble even sticking myself with this little teeny needle. Like I'm just not good with pain. I'm not good with blood. I'm not good with the whole none of it. So I knew I couldn't watch it. So you strong Martel for even <laughs> going through and looking at it. Cause I was like, I, I haven't watched either one of them, you know, the, the male side or the female side of it. Yeah, no, sir. Cause when I watched, I believe the female to male one, I, I that one looked way more painful from the female to male. And I'm not going to watch it. Yes. I watched that. and was like, Oh my goodness. Cause they went back and got a second surgery to have, you know, the extra piece added to it. And I was okay. just like, wow. And then when they, yeah. cut, they, they, they took like some, um, to meet off the back to make it. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. Skin. They did like yeah. a skin graph. Yeah, they did this the skin graph. And I was just like amazed, like, wow. And it was like they're still not done. It was like three or four more procedures after that to get it get everything working correctly. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't know how they went through that. I mean, technology is amazing. Modern medicine is amazing. But I will say that they have perfected the male to female surgeries much better than the female to wait did i say that right the male to females look i look let me tell you something i'm in the i'm in the world and i get confused so you know when people get confused sometimes i don't chew people out i educate them but um okay so 
the male to females, they have perfected, but the female to males, they're still working on how to make it better, how to make it easier to, to make sure that the procedure goes without issues. Because I, I, you know, from my experience and what I'm hearing, a lot of female to males, they have a lot of issues mm-hmm. after the procedure. You know, they have to have a lot of revisions you know, functionality may not be the best, you know, um, sensitivity may not be the best, um, reaching an orgasm may not be the best. But for us, oh, baby, everything works <laughs> just fine. It's beautiful, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, my, my doctor was out of Baltimore, Dr. Del Corral. If anyone is is looking to have surgery and coming to the East Coast with Dr. Del Corral, he is amazing. Let me tell you something. That thing is beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I think, Crystal, did you say uh, both of you have the same doctor or the surgeon? Correct, yeah. Same oh, okay, see, I didn't, I didn't want to say anything because I wasn't sure if, if the world knew that or knew what you were going through, so I didn't say anything. But, yes, Crystal yeah. and I share the same doctor, so I am so excited for her, baby, because she is going to be so happy with the results. And let me tell you, Crystal, when you first look, when you when you first get a glance at it, it's going to be a little rough looking. OK, let okay. me just put, let me just put that out there. Do not get discouraged. Yeah. Do not get discouraged, Crystal. I'm going to just put it out there. When you first look, you're going to be like, what in the world did they do to me? But no, once everything starts to, you know, get to where it needs to be and heal up. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. I'm so excited for you, Crystal. I'm so excited. And. And still, the offer still stands. If you need a ride, you know, from the airport, you know, please let me know. I would love to meet you and make sure you get to, you know, your destination safely. And because you're not far from me. So, but yeah, I'm so excited for you. I'm so happy for you. And Dr. Del Corral, he's amazing. He has great bedside manner. I mean, you are really, really going to love him. So, so my, I will definitely take up your offer and I'm going to talk about. So if you would like to pick me up from the airport, because I'll be at, yeah, yeah, I mean, I've never actually flown in my life, other than in small planes. Small. She like, forced me to get on an aeroplane too for the first time. Oh, you're fine. Don't stop crying, little. You Martel, know, Martel coming with you. So, I'll be coming so, at a later date. Oh, okay. Yep. So I'll I'll be with I'll by myself, Maya. So just be me. So so I'll take up your offer if you want to come get me from the airport. Yes, <laughs> I want to make sure you get there safe. I want your transit. I want this to be smooth. I want it to be a smooth process. And, you know, I couldn't imagine doing it by myself. You know what I mean? So I want to make sure, you know, that I can help ease some of that a little bit, you know? So yes, you know, I, I know that you were concerned about, you know, being by yourself and in Baltimore and just getting around. Listen, I'll pick you up, get you to your hotel. You know, we can stop past the store if you need to pick up a few things, but Martel, I'll also give you my number in case you have any questions, you know, during recovery, because I think you'll be with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, we can also keep in touch. And I'm sure, Crystal, you'll have a lot of questions oh, yeah, that you that you might not want to bother the doctor on. But let me tell you something. He's amazing by email. If you shoot him an email, he's responding in two to three minutes. If he's not in surgery, sure. if he's in surgery, he'll get back to you right away. And I mean, he's great with emails. He doesn't, you know push you to the side. He's not dismissive. He'll take great care of you. But yeah, just reach out to me. I'll, I'll let you know what you need to do and how to how to take care of that thing. Because let me tell you something, it's going to be a lot of work. It's going to be a lot of work, Kristen. It's going to be a lot of work. 
That's fine. I mean, no worries. Because I told him, I said, next, next, like, next fall, we're going to go to, we're going to take a little road trip. So the same cast, different day crew, which is just us two. We're going to take a little road trip um, to the world's largest Christmas. Yay, Christmas! <laughs> Where is that? Where is that? Where are you guys going? So that is in Frankenmuth, Michigan. It's actually just kind of southwest of Saginaw. Oh, so okay. Saginaw and Detroit. Um, so okay. we're actually going to take our first podcast trip next year. Okay. Next year, kind of fun. Something to do. So It better be so a lot fun. of wine involved. So Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> You know, wine makes everything better. Mm-hmm. I just want to tell you, everyone is uh, cheering you on, Maya, that you're they're excited that you're going to help me out and take care of me. So actually, my, my little cheer squad over there, they're all excited for you. So, so okay, good. So, my dear. Good, good, good. I'm, I'm so excited and I'm so happy for you. I mean, this is amazing. You're, let me tell you something. You're making a step that's going to change your life. And, you know, I'm going to tell you something. I never realized how insecure I was. I never realized how unhappy I was. I thought I was happy. I thought I had everything. I thought, you know, life was wonderful. But after I had this procedure, I woke up. I woke up, Crystal. I woke up, you know, and just don't let the devil get into your head. Don't let the devil try to tell you that, you're doing something wrong and start messing with your mind because, baby, push that crap. Can we curse on this thing? Yes. You can say whatever. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. We're unfiltered and uncensored. Okay, good. You know, if that devil get in your head, Crystal, you push that shit out. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to tell you, it's going to start. You're going to start thinking and stuff is going to start going through your mind. But I'm going to tell you, I have never been so happy and more secure with myself. And I'm so excited for you. To, to get there because you'll, you'll realize, that, I mean, you may be very happy and very secure and, and have a beautiful life. But let me tell you something, after that surgery, it changes something. It, it, it's like an instant, you're going to feel it instantly while you're still laying up in the bed, you're going to feel it. And it's just, it's going to be amazing. But don't forget when you take that first glance, don't, 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 don't run. Don't run from it. Don't run. It, it's, <laughs> Because it's going to get better. And I mean, he's one of, I've been researching, you know, this procedure for five years before I made my decision. And when I saw his work, when I talked to him, when I spoke to some of his patients and his team, I mean, I've never felt more at home and I've never felt more happy with the finished product, you know, as far as the aesthetics and, you know, might be TMI, but all the bells and whistles work down there. You know, <laughs> sensation is amazing. You know, so he knows what he's doing. You are definitely in good hands. You made a great decision by picking Dr. Del Corral. I don't know what type of research you did or how you found him. And, you made a great decision. And I did a lot of research and looked down like, you know, what surgeons are doing and what's the best. You know, like I just don't want some, I guess, hack job. You know, because sure. I, you know, I want this... I want to do it once and maybe I'll do other things down the road, but that this is my priority right now. Like other things yeah. may happen over time, you mm-hmm. know, stuff like that. But, but yeah, I mean, really, you know, look at this. They're showing all the love. Look at this. We got all clapping. <laughs> They're showing the love to us. Look at this. We got all the love. Yes, yes, yes. Look at this. So, I love it. I love it. So, I love I'm, it. I'm excited. I pr- really appreciate my, you extending to help me out and get me, you know, get me where I need to go. So, First of all, from my from myself to you, dear, thank you so very much. It's very, 
from one sister to another. That is so, I'm so honored. You are welcome, honey. You are welcome. When I heard your story, I was like, it's no way I'm going to leave this girl to come here by herself and go through this. So you are so welcome. And, you know, anything I can do to help, I'm more than happy to help. And Martel, I know you're going to be there. So if you need to know where you got to go to get you some wine, honey, (laughs) I will let you know. You know? (laughs) I would tell you, but um, but yes, I'm excited and I'm more than happy to help you, Crystal. And and again, you know, after I leave you, you know, feel free to reach out. Like, and I mean it, you know, feel free to reach out. And after surgery, if you're like, Maya, what is this? Or what am I doing? You know, do not feel like you're bothering me. Do not feel like it's too much because I've been there. You know, I've been in your in where you're about to go. And so anything that I can do to help, you know, make you more comfortable, I'm more than happy to do that. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm going to try to do some like some of my pictures on Instagram. So I have you on Instagram. You and I are actually on friends on Instagram. So I'll try okay. to do, like document like when I'm on there, you know, before I get in the airport and, you know, mm-hmm. so I okay. mean, as, as we get there. So because, I mean, I have a lot of people here around me that have, you know, done, you know, like laser treatment and stuff like that. Okay. They're all, they're excited. They're like super excited. They can't wait for me to be back, like to like when I can move around and do stuff. And so, so they're excited. That's gonna take and, a while. And, it's and gonna take a while to move around. It's gonna not gonna be no walk in the park. So and uh, yeah, and so yeah, nope. I just, go go ahead. You'll you'll be on bed rest for a long for a while. So just prepare yourself, you know, physically and mentally to be on bed rest for about two months. You know, um, you can get back up and start moving around you know, after about a month, three to four weeks, but you're going to want to stay down. You don't want to hurt yourself or ruin. I, I know a couple girls who got up too soon and was moving around and they had problems. So, you know, I stay my tail in the bed for about, about a month and a half before I started to kind of get up and moving around. So you'll definitely need Martel. You know, you'll, you'll have me for a little while and, you know, hopefully you have your, your squad back home. Oh, yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. Okay, I, good, good, good. Good. So I, just know I, that you're you're not alone doing this, Crystal. You're not alone. You have so much support, so many people that love you. And, you know, I'm your new friend. So we got your back, girl. We got you. And, and you know what? So just to give a little background between mine and I, how we actually got to be friends online. So there was actually, I believe, it was like we're on one of the groups. Again, there's so many of them out there um, for transgender women. And she was talking about this person was talking about surgery and you were saying about you, you know, choosing the doctor. And I was kind of like, Ooh, I'm kind of possibly, you know, maybe, you know, when, once you had some set, then I started looking at like I was looking at him and I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I was, you know, like we didn't talk as much, but up until like recently. And I was like, I remember you from that's almost been like a year ago. So wow. I mean, I've, I've, known, I've known Maya for almost a year, but we haven't really like made the, you know, the direct connect direct connection so so mm-hmm. i think to me that was a good start so mm-hmm. for us maya so i'm very privileged to have you know you in my little circle so that's i'm very privileged of that you know and that's so awesome yes, you know? yes. It's, it's awesome it's so amazing and i'm going to make sure i give you i don't know if i get giving it to you already but i'm gonna make sure i give you my personal number as well okay. so we can talk about and arrange you know when you're coming this way yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can make sure I'm on time and, you know, I get everything done. I'm going to clear my whole schedule for you for that day. Just know that. Look, you look know, I, I know I was 
I was a little behind schedule today because I had so much going on. But the day that you're arriving, I, I promise you I'm going to clear my whole schedule because I want this to go smooth with you. It has to be an act of God that's going to keep me away from you, Crystal, on that day. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll just pray for, for positive things, too. <laughs> yes. We'll pray for positive things like we all do. No, no, that's okay. And and, yes. and I, I love your enthusiasm. That's why I said I love it so much. Look at us. The more love. Look at us. We keep on getting the love here from all our friends out there. Look at this. Hi, See? guys. So, so, donut? Somebody sending donuts? I guess they're sending donuts. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. So, so just see everyone at Clapper knows this is this is my this is actually one of my good friends, new friends. Her name's Maya Power. So you, as you guys been listening to her, so she is actually, like I said, the the not for profit's called. Hold on, now it's called. Uh, oh God, I just it's I, a long I, one. It's a I, long I, one. I just had it on the top of my tongue and and nuts. It's it's called. Hold on, I'm gonna say it because otherwise I'm gonna look bad on it. No, really. <laughs> Power Safe Safe Place Resource Center of Virginia. There we go. Good. And one thing I love is, okay, so I'm going to tell you right now, Maya, the guy, there's a guy wearing the hats as gay as, as, excuse me, gay gay AF. Okay. Gay as F. And I'm like, I need to get one of those hats. So I will find one somewhere and I'm going to wear that hat because I have some girlfriends that we, um, we have our little squad, a group of three, and uh, we have a nickname for it. It's called Gaby because actually we have like one of my girlfriends is queer and another one is like uh, non-binary. So we're okay. all just like little, like, you know, we're a bunch of little gay, you know, which is kind of a, you know, something fun, you know? So, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so Listen, we, we, go ahead, you can find anything on Amazon, honey. I was going to say, you probably can find it on Amazon easily. You know, they have everything out there, but that would be so cool. Make sure you take a picture and show me. <laughs> I, and then that'll be like, we're going to have some shirts from like the seventies logo on it. So it'll have that on there. And our hashtag is actually, it's kind of funny. Hashtag is gay all day, which is funny. There you you know? go. Uh, yeah. uh, why wasn't I invited to this shenanigans? Uh-oh. Oh, sorry, buddy. Um, ladies only? You know what? I've been kicked out of better groups then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that's so funny. Thank you again, Maya, for for coming on our podcast. It was a pleasure you being our guest this evening on Same Cast Different Day. Um, would you would you like it all to share your um, business or personal socials at all? So everyone wants to find you. Yeah, on so so yeah, on Instagram or Facebook, you can find me at Maya. That's M Y A K Power. Um, that that can give me on Instagram or Facebook, and I'm sure I'm the only Maya K Power. That's on there. Yep. And that's power with no S on the end. A lot of people think of Austin Powers and they put the S on the end, but it's just power with no S. So Maya K Power or our website is www.powersafeplace.org. So that's www.powersafeplace.org or just on social media by my name, Maya K Power. And hit her up by all means. You know, we 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 kind of cover all the bases on our socials, but we will definitely keep your website on ours. I will get actually I do the website design, so I'll get that added Maya this week before okay. we the weekend. And it will make sure that everyone can click on yours and they can send you a message or how they need to donate or what they need to do. And and we, we ask everyone if you do a donate, say that if you heard us on the, the same cast today podcast, by all means. 
send us, hey, by the way, we, we heard you guess Maya, and we would like to donate. And, and we love hearing that stuff because we love hearing good stories. This is what makes this is what makes a true podcast is when you get to hear real life things, you know. So Maya, first of all, thank you so much for being part of our part, part of our well, Mr. Winecast by himself. <laughs> <Martel. laughs> so welcome. We, we we will definitely invite you back on our Winecast in December. We'll be doing some podcast then, so you can join us there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Martel, would you like to give out your socials, please? I oh, I am on the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebook, the TikTok, and the Clapper, all at Martel Rowland. Martel Rowland. Okay. Hey. Yes, and thank you guys for having me. Thanks for thinking of me and, and inviting me on. This was so much fun. I love to do these things. You know, when you can kind of let your hair down and just talk a little shit. You know, and new people, and th- this is wonderful. I love it. Thanks for inviting me. Hold on, Mar- Martel. How you spell your name, Mar- Martel? M a r c e l, r o w l a n d. Yeah, I see it at the top now. Okay, I found you. Perfect. Yay! Okay, wonderful. I I found you on Instagram. I'll look up the others um later. Alrighty. Where's All right. Your... So you can find me. Find my socials. You can find me at. TikTok, Clapper, and Instagram at Miss Care Bear WI. So, was that WI mean, Martel? Um, what? What does the WI mean? The WI mean in my, in my name? What does that mean? You don't drink enough. <laughs> WI means Wisconsin. So, check me out. And by the way, it's TikTok, Clapper, and Instagram at Miss Care Bear WI. And Miss um, Care Bear WI, I'm sorry. No, no dot in there. My bad. And you can also check me out on Facebook. I am actually Crystal B. So this has been another Same Cast Different Day podcast with our guest from 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 the from the from the East Coast state of Virginia. Maya K. Powers, thank you again for, for joining us this evening. We hope you enjoy everyone enjoyed the prod, uh, podcast. And I can't talk tonight apparently. <laughs> thank you so much again, Maya. Everyone at Clappers, thank you so very much. You're awesome. Thank you for all the love. Thank you for showing it. And like I said, everyone, again, Maya K. Power is is on is on you, the social that you said was on with Facebook and Instagram. So if you would like to add her, like to share this out with anybody about her um, about her her not for profit, Doctor Second, and by all means, please do that. Okay, everyone, we will wish you have a great evening. Martel, you want to send them out. You're in charge today. I told you you were in charge. Oh, okay, I'm in charge. All right. Well, thank you again, Maya. Pleasure again. Everyone have have a great evening, day, afternoon. I don't know. Maybe a good day. Oh, that's Australian, but that's right. Good day. Love you to everybody. You forgot to tell them to head over to cafepress.com oh. slash SCBD podcast for your official podcast merch. Like the shirt that I got on. Make sure you're oh, on. Get over there. <laughs> get shirts, wine glasses. Martel. Oh, don't forget the thongs. You can get thongs, yeah. You can get. We we're still working on that one. Yeah, maybe I'll buy one by January. I'll buy one. And I don't know if I'll show it up. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. So you can check out your stuff at Cafe Press. You can also check us out at direct.me/samecastdifferentdaypodcast. You can also check out Martel at direct.me/martelroland. If you want to check out my website, I am direct. I'm at direct.me slash crystal b so you can check us out our website's always free always available and by the way 
If you want to make your own, just hit up direct at me. And don't forget, this is where you can, you can get all your podcasts. Wherever you find your podcasts, look up same cast every day podcast. If it's Apple, if it's if it's up. Oh man, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I lost my train. Of, this then, podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Spreaker, so many other places. Just make sure y'all hit that follow button and uh. And don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is Same Cast Different Day Podcast. So, everyone, have a great evening, Martel and Maya. It's been, it's always, it's, it's always a pleasure having our guests. Yeah, we will definitely bring Maya back on. And in, in December, we'll have a nice little group chat about, I don't know, Christmas stuff. Martel, <laughs> want to talk about because oh, I start, I started putting up Christmas lights today. So. Oh no! It gets cold here, so I have to get started early. Oh, you one of those early starters, Martel? Um, yes. Oh well, well, listen, everyone, have a have a great day, and we will see you again. And we will see you again next week. Maya, have a great evening. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.